0: hello welcome to therapy i am your scheduled therapist or appointed therapist dr ha how what tell me about your childhood
1: my childhood was about as simple as any other childhood i was born into a wealthy family my dad was a successful bu- business owner but all of that changed when we went to go see the mark of zorro <laughs> <laughs>
0: so many problems would be solved if more of our superheroes just went to fucking therapy <laughs> that's was, oh that's God. actually really true i mean if you really like, think so about if, it if, if moon knight just went to therapy no moon knight has <laughs> gone to therapy
1: actually a couple times um oh, damn well damn look at me in his most recent uh run he was in therapy um hmm. it did not help much <laughs> <laughs> He's what we call a lost no <laughs> it was actually in the uh, in the Warren Ellis run they had a he was going to therapy and the therapist actually became Conchu's next avatar <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh my god uh see who who was there's something else oh my god uh the harley quinn show actually had like the genius idea of hey let's make harley quinn batman's therapist i think that's actually very clever how has no one written that before like yeah, that's yeah. actually it, it seems like make- it seems like such an obvious answer to, to make like, like Har- what can we write yeah. for a Batman story? She was the therapist of like his arch nemesis. So of she'd be the therapist for like the other one. Like it's it's such a cool idea. I love that like Harleen. Qu- and I do like the idea that like the parallels of like Harleen Quinzel um was the therapist of the Joker <laughs> and became a villain. Harley Quinn uh, becomes therapist to Batman and becomes a hero. And I think that's like there's something very cool about that. Um, you know. <laughs> Yeah, that is really cool. I like that. I like that idea. It's so fucking good. But yeah, oh yeah, also there's an audience here. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, those <laughs> in between and beyond. Welcome to the seventy second episode of Hats a podcast. Yes. Is it 72? Yeah, 72. Yeah. Look you at that. You gotta learn
1: finger. what number we're up to, man. This is the second <laughs> time you've done this.
0: Did, but I not get it? I,
1: but I was right. I mean, you were right. Don't get me wrong. But, like, you keep guessing, second guessing yourself. That's like, not.
0: Ge- what be competent. Guess- sure, fuck you. Be confident God. in your numbers. <laughs> I know what number it is. Like, fuck you. Like, <laughs> I know where. I, I knew the episode. I'm just making sure. Like, you always do that shit. No, I don't want to fucking hear it. <laughs> But yes, we're at we're at the ripe old age of 72 with this podcast. 72 episodes of what the fuck is this show? <laughs> Jesus.
1: Uh, How are you? I think it's I think it's called I think it's called Hello, We Talk About Things.
0: Yeah, but like what things? Uh, whatever the fuck we want, man true i was curious too has there ever been an episode like hot a podcast you like hated an episode you're like we did not do good on that like episode an episode mm. you're like this was
1: some horse shit there i mean there are a couple episodes that i've listened to that i'm like all right it's a little lackluster i mean like sometimes it's like sometimes it's tough and you know some episodes are just okay and some episodes are really good because of the, it, just depends on what we're doing in the day, what what all we've
0: done, how tired we are, you know, mm-hmm. what time we're recording. Yeah, I was curious. Like, I wonder if like we ever have that mentality of like, you know what, like fuck, that episode was a fucking stinker. <laughs> like, you know, like I, fucking... I'd have to say, probably. I mean, I as proud as I am of
1: doing it, I had to say my solo episode where it's just me rambling on for an hour. I felt that was. A little lackluster like i could have worked on a lot of things with that mm. one but it was my first time doing it so it's like you know i don't really gotcha. bash myself too hard about
0: it i get that i felt i don't know like there's sometimes i hear i feel like after like man i was shit that episode <laughs> <laughs> like, man i i fucking suck at this but yeah no i'm uh we i'm trying to think what else has happened there i saw across yeah, the you saw you saw across the spider verse <sighs> <laughs> it's my favorite spider movie out of all of them oh really out of like toby's trilogy the tasm 2 movies uh and the home trilogy it is without a doubt my favorite spider-man movie
1: i'm probably gonna try and go see it this weekend me and yeah, i are supposed to go up to tim so we'll probably see yeah, that yeah, in the transformers I, movie
0: I had to put my foot down um because like I cuz like I was like literally scrolling through TikTok earlier today and I kept, I kept narrowly dodging spoilers I'm like god Dude, I have these to go people see this movie. are
1: fucking posting all these like it's people live streaming like
0: the, yeah, act, the like- entire movie and I realized I had to like, you know, what? I got to see this movie ASAP because like, if I don't see it soon, then it's going to get spoiled. And I did not want this one spoiled. And oh, my God, trust me, you do not want this one. Adam's going to actually die. Adam is going to actually die. <laughs>
1: like, I'm you pretty have- good at avoiding spoiler- spoilers. But the thing is, is that JJ was totally right in one of her most recent videos saying that the spoiler culture on TikTok is getting worse and worse. Yeah, it's 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 rough out here, dude. My um, thing is that, I, like, you know, Jedi Survivor got spoiled for me. Like, two there were two small things, but like that wasn't even TikTok that did it. It was
0: Luke and somebody on a Star Wars Facebook page. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, Luke. Luke was just excited about it and just fucking talk too fast. I. I try to like maintain, like, I have like almost posted shit and like then almost like spoiled it for me. I was very much lucky that I didn't get anything of the main story of Jedi Survivor spoiled for me um, because like I was. Like, I was just, like, very, like, I, I don't know. Like, I when I got the game and then I kind of, just, like, shut off everything and started, like, playing hard. I, like, went I like went in on getting that game done. I think I was ahead of everyone for a while there. I think, like, the you only were. person I was, like, yeah, I was, only like, caught up with was, like, Jesse. My thing is, but, is
1: that, like, I wanted to sit back and enjoy the game a little bit, you know? I don't want to feel forced to rush through an entire story because well, of spoilers. You know what I mean?
0: I guess, like, how my brain worked, I was still able to do that, because I still took some of my time and did, like, side missions and shit, and, like, found shit, and, like, had fun with it, but, like, I don't know, like, I think I just kind of, like, when I play something like that, I kind of just get lost in the story and kind of, like, lose track of time, and so, like, when I was playing it, I'm like, oh, man, like, a lot, I've been through so much and like such short amounts I forgot like how much time has passed <laughs> Um, and it's 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 crazy and also like I kind of took, like took chocolate like Chaco said like that's a game that you really should just like do all the main story just ASAP and then Chaco got the game early and uh and then he had said like yeah just play through as much of the game like the store the main story as fast as possible and then just kind of like explore the world after that just because like, everything else will just still be a Available, but like, yeah, no, he definitely recommended like getting that story done ASAP. And I'm very happy because, like, spoilers for Survivor, I was I the, the shat the brick eye shat when Bode's force sensitivity was revealed. I'm like, oh, oh my, my god, I know, I was so glad that wasn't god. for me. That yeah, was, and then just like, yeah, it he was something dating. you didn't
1: see coming. It was like. You know, you yeah. kind of expected it to. I kind of thought Bode was going to be Treyas at some point, but I just didn't know when. And then they just kept throwing in all this dialogue that got me thinking, like, he's not going to do it. Like, I was like, he's so, too loyal of a friend. There's no
0: way this guy's going to do it. And then he did thought, it. And I was like, what? My thought was that it wasn't Bode because, like, I wasn't trusting Dagan. Dagan Guerra's death was like it's at first seemed like there's too much game left. And I thought the way that Dagan Garrow was was doing the whole force hallucinations. I thought to myself, wait a minute, is like Dagan like is Dagan Bode in disguise is Bode Dagan in disguise and like he's getting his way back? Like, with that, but he's finding his way back by, like, pretending to be Bo, and he actually killed Bo, and that's what I thought was gonna happen. Like, oh, no, like, Bo just has a very understandable reason for, like, doing this. Like, someone said, like, um, Jedi Survivor and The Last of Us Part Two actually have a very similar, they're kind of, like, the same plots, but in reverse. And I'm like, holy shit, i <laughs> like, holy crap, they are. Like, I just realized that. But, yeah, no, it was, it was, it was a fucking experience. So that whole sequence on Jedi 2 is, like, amazing, it has some of my favorite tracks. Um, fucking fighting Darth Vader's seer was fucking insane sorry spoilers survivor like yeah no Um, I remember I was fighting one of the Magna Guards I legitimately got Obi-Wan by it because like I was fighting the Magna Guard and then I cut off its head and I'm like cool I killed it it's the one like what the fuck (laughs) like I thought I fucking killed it because of that scene I am like
1: I I can't not like how can I wear this because of that scene with Obi-Wan, I knew it was coming. Like, I'm <laughs> trained to know that, okay, you cut off a Magna Guard's head, he's going to keep going. <laughs> so I was prepared. Yeah,
0: yeah. no, I wasn't. I was just, I fully, like, I, I don't know, it was the video, I don't know, something about, like, playing a video game and decapitating someone. And you think, like, all right, cool, like, I just beat yeah, it. Yeah, you then, think like, that's the it, end of it. And then it still fucking walks, like, what the Fuck. Yeah, it's, it's it's such a it's such a fucking awesome game. I fucking love Jedi Survivor. I need to go back and like complete. I want to go explore Kobo more. Cause I explored a good chunk of it too. Um, seeing the ISB base was cool and all that shit. There's um, some cool stuff in Kobo. Yeah, nah, Kobo, and again, like I'm also a big fan because like that game is just a love letter to the higher public. They reference Marquee on Rose Emergences, the Nile. Um, fucking like the the War of the Nile, and they actually read, and like I actually like it was cool because I read about the retreat happens at like the end of all the books, and so like that retreat that they ordered Dagan Garra to do that like he doesn't want to do that like I just that's that's where like the last books like ended, so like I'm like holy shit, so like is Dagan Garra gonna be in like the next wave of books, and we're gonna see more of like maybe like his fight with Ravis or something? I'm just like, oh, I can't fucking wait because the higher in the last check is gonna be the new set of books, Acolyte. Is set during the High Republic era, oh, and cool. with all this shit too, with like Dagan Gar and Ravis. I'm like, oh my god! Yeah, I
1: I really enjoyed Jedi Survivor. That was the first game in a while that I really just sat aside and just played. You know, mm. it was like it actually took a lot of my time. I play, I play, I said, I said uh, an entire day visiting my dad to play that game. <laughs> like,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, no green lightsabers for the win. I'm all about the yellow lightsaber. Because 'Cause you're fucking wrong. I love the yellow lightsaber. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, we also have yellow lightsaber Quinlan Voss. Like how he ended up. You know who else has a yellow lightsaber? Ray. And look at how she ended up. You don't know how she ended up yet. She has a whole movie
1: coming. Yeah, but you know she's yeah, doing okay I, right you, now. Yeah, you don't know you don't know what happened in that fifteen years exactly but like you know as I as I know her literal soulmate
0: di- her little her literal soulmate died in her arms yeah, what well, do you like, mean should happen <laughs> what do you mean you. <laughs> literally half of her soul died in her arms
1: in the words of uh in the words of the wise pastor from the Velosa pastor so your parents died they parents do that <laughs> Wow that's an actual line in that movie. <laughs> There was like a uh, actual priest just said to another priest, "So your parents died? Parents do that."
0: <laughs> there was a there was a tweet. Um, I fuck. There was there was a tweet that uh I I fuck, Twitter tweet trend that got hopped on when um uh it, it was like uh horror fans be like, "I'm sad. I'm gonna turn this on and make myself happy." And you had to pick like some like four horrifying scenes from some of your favorite horror movies. And I have a lot of friends like like um with uh, triggers and shit, so I have to like be careful. But I put like um. I put the scene from Get Out with uh him in the sunken place. I put the scene from The Thing with like the giant fucking head monster with the fucking like tentacles and like tube, meat tube and shit. I put the scene from Saw Six with like the fucking guy and like the cuffs and the fucking breather. Saw Six is my favorite fucking Saw. And then I put the um uh, the fucking digestion swallowing scene from Nope because it's so fucking horrible. I almost put Gordy, but like Gordy was Gordy was horrible but like there's something about that digestion scene that just like activated some like actual fight or flight where I'm like, holy fuck. I
1: actually just retweeted a photo for Terrifier today. It was, uh, there's a scene where the girls go and they stop and they get something to eat after a Halloween party and art comes in with this trash bag of stuff and they're like the one girl keeps messing with him the entire time and she goes and sits on his lap and takes a selfie with him and it's just that picture and it says it was at this moment she knew she fucked up <laughs> mm, is that the girl that gets like saw it down her vagina uh no that's a that's a crazy homeless lady okay gotcha okay. actually no
0: wait no, yeah, it is. It is. Well, damn. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering, like, oh, is that the one where it happened? But yeah, no, I am A-OK with that movie. I think those movies, ter-
1: oh, man, I can't even describe those movies. Like, they're really gory, but, like, they're great. It's like, <laughs> I don't know, man. Those movies just, like, you, you really sit there and you're watching it and you're like, man, dude, this is like a love letter to great slasher films that came before it, you know? And you look at art and you're like, this guy is the next big slasher. He's the next Jason or Freddy or, you know, Leatherface and stuff like that. It's just in an age where these classic slashers are getting rebooted, like Mike Myers, Leatherface, all them. And they're being rebooted terribly. It's great to see that people can still make a good
0: slasher movie.
1: Like I'm trying Terror to think like what...
0: I'm trying to think, like, what are, like, the iconic modern-day horror villains? I think, like, what? Jordan Peele said white people. Um, <laughs> I'd say, like, uh, probably, again, I guess, Art the Clown. Um, maybe John Kramer? Nah, he's, like, early, that's, like, early 2000s John Kramer, Jigsaw. Um, well, I know... Mean, the ma- new Evil Deads are doing really good. I, I mean, like, horror mascots or icons, like, oh, actual yeah, characters. Sense. Um think, like, who else is there I, Megan was getting a lot of traction and she's getting a sequel too. it but everyone fucking loves Megan um yeah
1: they officially confirmed Terrifier 3 I was very stoked about yeah, that yeah
0: Terrifier 3 is happening yeah I'm trying to think there was someone else um, oh I guess like the nun for, is cause she spawned a whole fucking franchise apparently I didn't watch any of the nuns gotcha I heard I heard they're alright I never watched like is it, isn't a spinoff of like the conjuring it might be I know we're getting an orphan prequel, or we already got an orphan prequel as well. That I don't know about either. I didn't watch any of the orphan movies. Gotcha. Yeah, I did hear about. Some, I I did. I know the twist of the first one, but I was like, "What the fuck?" Mids- <laughs> yeah, it's. I think a lot of the scary shit nowadays is just white people because, like, Jordan Peele fucking made white people terrifying and fucking Get Out, and then fucking Ari Aster made fucking white people terrifying in fucking Midsummer. I, I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> That's it's just kind of like
1: a. Uh, I don't know horrors. Horrors weird nowadays you either you either have that you can either write a good horror or you don't like mm. There's plenty of reboots out there like Halloween ends was
0: absolutely terrible The yeah. the, the Texas Halloween Channel Halloween Master Halloween ends is a, horrible. Halloween ends isn't a reboot. It's just it's literally just a legacy sequel. Well, yeah, but yeah, yeah Yeah,
1: I think it's a reboot in its own right really like they tried to remake a whole trilogy and then they ended it terribly Mm. and i actually enjoyed halloween kills you know i thought halloween a lot of people hated that movie but i liked it um mm. texas chainsaw massacre the one that was out on netflix that one was bad and then mm-hmm. like there are movies that are like that are technically reboots uh, i mean this one isn't really a reboot it's more of a prequel but prey
0: prey did really good prey uh, was incredible yeah prey, that i was fucking awesome. adored prey. Yeah, it was fucking fantastic. and it, Which, like, I really want them to do, like, more, like, period piece horror. Spirit period piece horror is really cool to have, like, horror in different time eras. Like, uh I watched The Witch not too long ago. And, like, The Witch is really cool because, like, oh, shit, it's, like, set in, like, colonial America and, like, the fucking Puritans and shit. And, like... It's like literally like it's this like colonial family out in the woods being like terrorized by this fucking like witch woman who like cuts up their baby and fucking like smears its fucking guts and blood all over her fucking body. It's fucking insane. That is insane it's it's a really good and, and like someone said like uh the witch you would think like it, not a lot happens in it but like it's still like so effective like literally like on Taylor joy is like playing peekaboo with her baby brother and you see it from her you she's like peekaboo and she's like playing with her like brother and she she's peekaboo one more time and the baby's just gone like it's just gone <laughs> you're like what the fuck like Holy what shit. the fuck dude it's like it's that it's that kind of the witch is really good it's because it's like that kind of horror and it's like oh man and like it because it does It doesn't really show you a lot. It's just it's but like it's still very effective like I think um, uh, I watched The Witch because like it's a companion piece apparently to like The Lighthouse because like The Lighthouse is all about like you know the man and the mindset of the male and that type of shit and like male freedom and with uh, and like insanity and shit like that while The Witch is meant to be about like female liberation female sexuality and shit like that and uh-huh. I thought it was very interesting because like uh, The Lighthouse I I'd watched with our friend Gash was such a trip of a fucking movie because it was so good but also like it, it was like it, it was weird like psychological and cosmic horror, but then like you had shit like Wilm Dafoe farting constantly in Robert Pattinson's face, and you're like, what is happening here? And then like Wilm Dafoe being upset because like Robert Pattinson didn't like his lobster. And you're like, what is this absolute trip of a movie? And like each and and like and there's this weird air of like hey this is like whereas like In The Witch, it was all about, like, you know, like, female sexuality is all, like, based on, like, freedom and, like, taking your own, like, destiny and shit like that, where it's, like, in fucking, um... In the lighthouse it was like this weird thing of like there's this weird layer of like shame and guilt with male sexuality and shit that all men carry with them so like you have like Robert Pattinson like furiously masturbating in a fucking shed and doing this weird-ass scream oh my and God. I'm like bro what is and then like him and fucking Willem Dafoe do like BDSM pet doggy play it's so insane that is The lighthouse weird. It's such a fucking trip, dude. That's such a good fucking movie. You know what was also a weird movie? It was Barbarian. Barbarian was a fucking trip as well. And I don't know what I was expecting, but it wasn't a giant gray incest woman. Oh, like, my God, beat- I know. That shit was people. nutty. And then Justin Long literally trying to gaslight the girl <laughs> he's a... Trying to gaslight the girl that he shot and is about to throw to her death so he can live, like bro, like what? The yeah, fu- no, he was I absolutely
1: love- terrible. It's like it's crazy because you feel bad for him in the beginning of the movie, like you, he's this celebrity. We, yeah, that's- we, yeah,
0: we. I was like, we we did talk about this before already. Also, like oh, do yeah. like this exact like line of thought, but yeah, no, like gets his fucking eyes. Gouged and split open Part, Yeah, it's barbarian was great. Uh, it was just it's fucking weird Um, <laughs> I kind of I want to go see Bo is afraid though But I like see that and, movie too. I don't trust Ari Aster with the mystery box because like Midsummer <laughs> Fucked me up and I heard that like hereditary was also like very intensive of viewing. I didn't watch hereditary yet but I her hereditary was like just like hella intense and I should probably watch it Yeah, i want to check out me, that movie a lot of people tell me I would enjoy her too but like midsummer like actually had me like I need to stop and take a break because like holy shit like it was <laughs> such a fucking like intense viewing. Um oh my god and fucking like there's this oh my god it's 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 a lot. And then I watched his short film The Strange Thing about the Johnsons, which was also like what the fuck? Because like it was this fucking um it was this fucking like really like weird Short film about like this guy who like falls in love with his dad and trigger warning essays his dad, and it's like, what the fuck? Oh shit, yeah, yeah. Ari Aster's imagination takes him some fucking places, dude. It's fucking wild.
1: That is wild. Yeah. Uh, to change subjects here, I uh, I wanted to bring <laughs> this up. Uh, I started, I, I'm not actually gonna binge through this show, but like, I watched a couple episodes of uh, Nathan for you. Have you ever seen that show? Mm. Dude, it's so fucking funny. It's about how like Nathan, he these these like local businesses will hire will hire him to help them like improve business and he comes up with just the wildest fucking ideas like there was he goes into like an ice cream a a frozen yogurt place and they they're trying to bring in more customers so his idea is to create a poo flavored frozen yogurt so that they would get news coverage (laughs) and people would come in (laughs) and he's like He's, like, genuinely serious about this shit, too. Like, people will start laughing at him, thinking that he's joking, and he's just giving him a deadpan straight face, like, you don't like the idea? <laughs> the <laughs> one, the, the one that got me was, uh, this gas station, uh, this gas station owner hires him to bring in more customers, and he comes up with this idea for the guy to sell gas at $1.75, seventy five. A gallon, which he can't do. He's like, there's no way I can do that. You'll, you will never see that price at any gas station ever again. And he was like, well, you didn't let me finish. It's one seventy five a gallon with a rebate. And then he figured <laughs> out that the legal way to do the rebate is basically the people can get $1.75 a gallon, but they have to send the rebate into a box that's located like they have to hike up a mountain to get up to this box and there were some people that were like deadpan determined to fucking get this rebate so he brings them up to the mountain and he starts having them solve a bunch of riddles because he put it in the in like the subtext that they wait, didn't like, read. wait what what is this on this is on uh, HBO Max or just Max huh. now and he so he brings them up to the mountain and he starts reading off these riddles to him and uh, these people start like dwindling off one by one but there were like three people left and it's like late at night, it's like eight at night and he's reading these riddles and this one lady just goes, are we seriously like, are you done yet? And he's like, he's like, well, it's getting a little bit harder to read because it's getting dark out. We should probably set up camp. And then they all, all four of them camp overnight and become like really great friends and shit like that. And the next morning he's getting ready to read the riddle, the riddle and he's like, I gotta be honest with you guys. There is no rebate box, and then they were like, "Oh, I knew there was no rebate box." And he was like, "But I think the I think the lesson here is that we just made friends with each other. You know, all four of us are complete strangers, and we just became very close friends overnight. I think that's more that's better to take back to the bank than a rebate, don't you think?" And they were like, "Yeah, we agree." So then they all agree to go down the mountain. And that's where you find out that there was the rebate box the whole time.
0: <laughs> he was like, "I
1: love those guys; they were really good friends." But business is business. <laughs>
0: Wait, is this that? Is this that same guy? who Goes that like, I don't fucking know anything about it. I don't know what is it that? No, guy it's or- not him. Okay, he's, he's got a like-
1: classic. Uh, he's got a classic scene that people have taken out of context with a magic trick that he has to perform where he has to get himself out of a glass case. Um. Or no, he has to perform like some form of magic trick, and if he doesn't get, he wraps himself in a in a straitjacket. That's what it was. And if he can't get himself out, a timer's going to go off, and it's going to make him expose himself in front of children and a police officer, is going to arrest <laughs> oh, god. him. God,
0: <laughs> what the fuck? Oh my god, the show is um, fucking
1: hilarious. <laughs> it's a sketch show. It's not a sketch show. I I mean, like I don't know what it is. It's like I think. I I don't know if the people are genuinely in on it or not. It's like it, it seems like they're not because their genuine reactions to this guy are just like Wait, so they actually so like
0: climbed a mountain for this rebate? Wait, people yes. actually climbed a mountain for this yes. rebate? Yes.
1: This actually happened. <laughs> what the fuck? The show is fucking nutty, dude. But yeah, I watched a couple of episodes of that today and I loved it. I might watch a few more.
0: <laughs> oh my god. I am uh, trying to think. What else? I watched uh, last night. I watched um, Indiana Jones Temple of Doom, and I uh, forgot nice. how fucked up that movie was. Yeah, we were just talking love, about that last week. Yeah, I love watching it, but like, I well, wait. Last week. Yeah, last week's episode. Oh, oh, wait. Temple of Doom. Yeah, are we talking about Raiders?
1: No, we were talking about Temple of Doom because you said you don't know why it's so hated.
0: Oh, yeah, no, like, yeah, true. Like, why it's hate, but, like, but like, also, like, watching it now, I'm like, man, Indiana Jones just punched that woman for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> like, cause, like, he's, I guess you could say maybe he's just delirious from the poison from Lao Che, but like, he literally just backs into a waitress, sees her, and then just punches the shit oh out of God. her. I'm like, what? <laughs> I've never what? seen Temple of Doom. Temple Dude, it's it's a fun watch, but oh my god. It's like that happened and like also like Willie is introduced as like Loud Che's like fucking like singer um, girlfriend and then like Indiana Jones legitimately like holds her hostage so allow Shay to give her the fuck give him the fucking like diamond he's own he like holds a fork in her fucking like torso and shit and then like essentially kid snaps her to get away and then like later on the plane she's like oh he comes in, in his attire she's like what are you supposed to be some kind of lion tamer and then he goes and then she goes like and he goes like I'm letting you tag along and I'm like Indiana Jones you actually kidnapped her what do you mean let her tag along well <laughs> like, yeah it's like it's also like, you know you have like the monkey brain scene as well um i think Ram was also like a fun like villain but like it's also like so like it's just so like wild <laughs> to watch some of it. Like the heart rip scene was also like really cool to see. Like I I love Temple of Doom. I look back like Jesus Christ. <laughs> like oh my god. Uh, also I forgot Indiana Jones just like kills so many people. <laughs> like and I'm oh, like yeah, you're it. an archaeologist. How does he get away with just killing <laughs> us? Because I'm I'm very excited for Dial of Destiny. But like I'm also like what the fuck. I think my favorite Indiana Jones remains Last Crusade though. He was the greatest guy around. What, what about, about the, the people murder? here? What murder? What murder? murder. <laughs> what <laughs> murder? Yeah, no, like, literally, like, what happens, there's a scene with Short Round where, like, this dude comes into, like, Indiana Jones's, uh room and tries to, like, choke out Indy. And, like, Willie is, like, it, like preoccupied with fucking, like, whatever. And Short Round comes in and helps Indiana Jones. And then, like, um, Indiana Jones, like, whips the guy around the neck. But the guy, like, white like, takes the whip off of Indiana Jones and throws it but like goes to the ceiling and then he just gets pulled up and just gets hung from the ceiling fan oh and short God. round just watches it happen <laughs> and I'm like bro you see like child slavery and like the D de- and you see the children get like you watch short round get fucking whipped as well kids get like beaten and shit and whipped in the fucking like child mind slaves I'm like Wow I forgot how fucked up this movie is well yeah I mean it's an old movie. Get away yeah, with a lot. Dude, like, oh my God. Like, and then fucking Raiders of the Lost Ark or Indiana Jones is like, oh yeah, I know. Like, Marion's like, I was only 17. And Indy's like, you knew what you were doing. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Makes me really weird that, you know, like he has a kid with her and Crystal Skull and married her, but you know, it's
1: oh man <laughs> there was a there's another episode of nathan for you that i just thought about where a lady has him come into her clothing store and he starts talking about how one of the worst things for a clothing store business is the shoplifting because they lose a lot of money from shoplifting so he comes up with this idea that they allow only attractive women to steal or to shoplift from the store so that they wear the stuff then their ugly friends see it and then they will buy the product. <laughs> Does it work? No. Oh. He, had to, he had to track down one of the women that shoplifted and he threatened to show the 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 security footage to the police if she didn't <laughs> get her friend to buy it just to prove <laughs> that he was right. <laughs> <laughs> and so like he gets he gets her to do it and the friend ends up buying the fucking shirt and he goes back to the business owner and he's like, Well, did uh did anybody that the choplift? Did they uh did they bring their friend in? And then she's like, yeah, they did, and she actually bought a shirt. And he's just like, yeah, I guess that would, uh, I guess that's a uh, a good practice then. And she's like, well, I mean, it's only one person.
0: <laughs> I just thought of the fucking like the skit I uh, I showed you uh, at the diner with like the fucking or like everyone we were leaving the diner with the fucking hot dog um car oh my god and, like yeah. the car is just in the window we're calling everyone there's a there's it's a horrible scene a car a hot dog car crashes into a, a, a like a bank or an office or somewhere and all people are like oh my god this is terrible oh my god who could have done this and it cuts to a guy in a hot dog suit going. <laughs> Yeah, who could have done this? Yeah, just like we will be merciful. We won't do anything to you. We'll just like just that, or you could just like everyone could just like cl- we'll all just close your our eyes and let you drive out of here. And it's like, you know, <laughs> why about we call the police? That's that's one idea, <laughs> but think like, it's really good. You just like trying to like get out of the fucking hot dog thing. <laughs> but yeah, so
1: uh I mean, I I figured we would use a little bit of this episode to talk about how we just got out of fan expo
0: yesterday a little of the episode Bitch, yeah it's that's probably gonna, gonna be, be the remainder of the it's episode the, it's gonna be the fucking chunk yeah we went to a fucking con called fan expo philadelphia yes we and did. i got i got the badge for it in my hands right now i like the badge a lot it's like this very like comic artsy art i have two badges now. i have the one badge from fan expo philly uh, last year, and it has the fucking dog that says good boy on it. Um, <laughs> and I have the one that's like, and my art is like this, like a comic book of like a con. Um, And it's like, uh, it's it says Fan Expo 23. and says all these like people, like comic book characters or comic book people like in cosplay and like all this shit. It looks really cool.
1: Oh, cool. I think yeah. I threw out my badge from last year, but I still what? have this one.
0: Horrible. What's, what I is it? I know where the to put them. Is it the same art for you? Uh,
1: let me see. I have it right here. Uh, I have one that says murder by mail. Can you solve this crime?
0: (laughs) Oh, Oh, yeah, we have different badges then. But yeah, no, it was a very fun time. We got to meet Hayden Christensen, Giancarlo Esposito... Um, Katie Sackhoff meet, uh, Katie Sackhoff
1: I had to pass on that one Because I went yeah. to go meet, meet Meet uh Peter Cullen Sick dude
0: that which was, That's amazing Meet
1: Adam talked about that Last night when I was Dropping him off When you look at that Picture of us With Peter Cullen It really just looks like Two kids that, Or two guys That went to go visit Their <laughs> grandfather And he was just really Excited to see his Grandchildren <laughs>
0: I think my favorite picture that came out of it was probably Katie Sackhoff because her, her her smile was very nice. I also love the picture of Charlie Cox as well. That came out really good.
1: Yeah, that is a good one. Um, the Adam pointed out that you could really see the progression of my, of my face in each picture that we took. Um, where you got the one with me with Peter Cullen where I'm just totally holding back all of my excitement in the worst mm. way possible <laughs> and then like just how happy i am in that one and then like you have uh Giancarlo esposito where i'm just throwing my fist up just like yeah <laughs> and then there's <laughs> we the look, one we with even... hayden christensen where i'm just standing there normal just smiling like yeah i'm here <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. but i love the one with them because uh, i was uh we, I, the one with Giancarlo because i made because he's like not smile making the fist and like he's such a powerful man i mean yeah like we're all like his like we're, we're his cartel we're his we're his like we're his gang you know we got t-dog here walking the streets b dazzler breaking legs you know
1: <laughs> it was so funny because my legitimate my legitimate mindset because i did copy him with the fist thing in that photo it was because in my mind i went to the powerful man is holding up his fist, I should do it too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that just means you're a sub in real life. Um yeah, no. Hayden was very nice. Hey Hayden had said something to Gash, but I couldn't hear but like Gash I didn't hear him. And yeah, like, I didn't hear him was, either. Yeah, but and like Gash was like just kind of blacked out and didn't remember what he <laughs> said because they were so starstruck None No I don't told- remember what he said. I god, I remember he told me that I looked good. I said hi, Grandpa, and he like laughed. At me. Like, he like laughed at that and said that I was like looking good. I was like, oh my god! Like, <laughs> it was it was a very fun moment. Um, I went to the Star Wars cosplay meetup, and uh, I. And it was that was really fun because a lot of Star Wars cosplayers. Um, Brooke met some of her mutuals there. Um, a Ray asked for a, co- a picture with me, and like it was really cool because they were like, okay, like all of they 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 did think, all right, we want all the Mandalorians to the front. We uh, on the picture. We want all the prequel characters in the picture. We want all Force users in the picture now. Okay, all Imperial and like uh, all Galactic Empire, First Order, Imperial Remnant, everyone get in the picture now. All the bad guys and like and it and it was fun until like the the moth Gideon cosplayer goes yeah we're the real good guys I'm like whoa buddy we oh, are space no. we are space Yahtzee so like let's 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 calm that down <laughs> and, you know it wasn't like if he was just, like joking around it was all cool boss I was like bro, no it's just like, funny yeah it was just funny But I was like bro like we can do let's not go yelling that around the wrong crowd um that was really cool um but yeah no like Brooke was obviously the star of that night because like, everyone was asking Brooke for a picture' and, like oh my stopping Brooke. It was yeah, it was people. crazy.
1: Like uh me me and David had walked up to uh to meet up with Brooke because I saw her in the crowd while you guys were in line for uh Davey and Clark. And uh she was uh she was getting a picture with the uh with the Moon Knight Samurai. Like he had asked her to take a picture. Or no, he was with the, the person cosplaying the clicker and then
0: the the Oh my god together. so cool. I did not see the clicker at first. Yeah, the clicker looked really cool. Yeah, she might be doing uh she might be doing Ellie again for um uh, fucking um she might be doing Ellie again for fucking uh, uh awesome con. She's going to that as well. Oh, I no. can't I can't wait for that TikTok that she made of us to like get up with like, that was really fucking funny. Did did we show you that? Mm-hmm. It's yes, so fucking good. I, like, I had it, 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 water in my
1: mouth. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that was a good one.
0: I liked it. Yeah, this. Yeah, there's also a video of me. I She sent me the video of like me doing the dance, dance revolution thing. I was like, Ugh. <laughs>
1: I have a great TikTok like- dropping out tomorrow um, that I just made right before we started recording of me <laughs> oh, just I'm saying like, oh, it's um. me just sit, like laying in bed or like I'm laying flat like face forward, but it's just me going like, I can't hold this in any longer. The rumors are true. I'm in the new Transformers Rise. (laughs) (laughs) And then I show up my photographic proof.
0: (laughs) I like the one picture we took two of us in like the TMNT sewer. Yeah. Yeah, that was
1: a good picture. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that was great. Meeting Damon Clark was uh, Damian Clark was really cool as well because like he was like really nice and like he was like oh yeah like he was like yeah no like I uh, like I got to tell him like yeah I was playing Borderlands when I really shouldn't have been playing Borderlands uh, so like you were like one of like the main balls of my childhood I got to tell him like you know like Borderlands has been like a core thing about like me and Adam's friendship and I told him that like you also voiced my favorite Dragon Ball villain too perfect selling he's did like did you say
1: anything hey, about Adam's tattoo
0: yes adam showed him the tattoo and he was like that's incredible like holy crap <laughs> so you got the propaganda um he uh, i told him how like cell was my hero dragon Ball villain, and he did the cell voice for me and like said, like oh he said like oh you have excellent taste <laughs> oh, and i was like awesome
1: ah! it's great <laughs> moments like that when the voice actors just slip right into the voice it's like the same thing like it's a moment that you never forget you know yeah. like when i met gary chalk uh, in 2021 at tfcon and I told him that my favorite line was when Optimus Primal said "diecast construction" and looked at the camera and said, "It's a lost art." He looked me dead in the eye and just said, "It's a lost art." And I was like,
0: "Yeah, <gasps> yeah." I, I i i was in line to meet Maggie Robertson, Lady Domitress, but I felt like she i i wasn't able to swing it because like I, I feel like everyone was getting hungry. Um, it was yeah, that was yeah. kind
1: of it was kind of a bummer. I wanted to what I wanted to do was I wanted. I, I I didn't want to stop anybody who was hungry or anything like that because I was hungry myself as well. But I could have waited. Um, mm. I kind I wanted everybody. I wanted to go out to eat after hating Christensen's panel because mm. I wanted to be
0: able to walk the con a little bit. But. I like, think it was for the best too Cause like you know We had people from out of town Who like had to go home And shit Oh yeah too.
1: no It was definitely It was definitely for the best I didn't That's why I said I didn't really have a problem With it or anything like that But it's just I was It was kind of a bummer That like we were so In between lines Like everything had a line The line, oh, the yeah, line no, food like, Was fucking long the,
0: ma- like, the, main, the main The main culprit Was Hayden Christensen's line Cause like that was a That was a mess Like yeah, that yeah. was Like getting It wasn't even the line to create It was the line To get to the line To Hayden Christensen Cause yeah. it was just That massive 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 blob of people, and everyone trying to get to the front to hear their group announcements. It was just an absolute mess. I hated that. and like <clears> I feel bad for saying this but I'm kind of thankful Joseph Quinn wasn't there Saturday because it would have been way worse it like today. Then, yeah yeah then all of his people would have been there and like I think like Hayden drew a big crowd but like, yeah no I, I, I and again like I was able to meet Maggie Robertson because like she she was like taking the time to like actually like have like long interactions conversation which is great is that she had like a lot of like maybe like 10 or like people and uh, stuff like that and it just like it took too long to get like up there and i'm like all right like yeah I'll, I'll and i think she's about to go on break too so i'm like all right dang it like i maybe another con in the future but god dang i was really hoping to meet lady d but yeah
1: I'm, honestly i'm i was kind of kicking myself in the ass today for not meeting sam raimi but like he was he mm. was very expensive
0: and that, and that being said, like, I I, I don't want to have this much, though, because, again, I got to meet Hayden Christensen, Katie Sackhoff, Giancarlo Esposito. Oh, yeah, I fucking, know. We got to meet a uh, lot of great people. Yeah, I got to do a lot of fuck, and fucking um, Charlie Cox. And, like, it was fucking yeah, that's great. my thing,
1: too. It's like, you know, I'm kind of bummed that I didn't get to walk the floor a little bit. But, like, you know, just, I wouldn't yeah, take back meeting experience. any of these people, you know?
0: Yeah, dude fucking um who was it katie sackoff was great her smile is so beautiful but like it was um it was great too because like we i walked up to her and i'm like it's not a dark saber, but like i hope this is like it's just as good and i gave her my kylo lightsaber and that's when we all took the picture and it was like she was and she was so like nice and cool about it too and, like uh, i it was it was so fucking
1: cool i will say i am proud of myself because i went through artist alley a couple times and i didn't buy any art and there was hey. a guy selling Transformers prints too, like exclusively Transformers
0: prints. Hey, we love to see it. Hey. I saw some actually, like uh, when I was when I went to go see Spider Verse. Um, some of the artists were actually out in Dilworth selling some of their stuff after the con was over. Oh, really? That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh shit, look at that. <laughs> yeah, no, I saw some great cos. I saw some great mutuals of mine. From I know from online, some people I've only known as online friends. I like got to know. I got to know them and like talk to them for a bit. It was really cool. Um, yeah, no, we had some shake shock after, uh, Hayden Christensen's panel was also very fun. It was like, Hayden's like, Hayden was a delight to listen to and to, ta- and to like hear him talk and shit like that. Yeah. Uh, the Japanese arcade was also fun as well. The Japanese uh, arcade was cool. I, um, yeah, I-,
1: I was really bummed because the guy selling Blu-rays wasn't there and I was really hoping that he would be there so I can get the complete series of Transformers Armada on Blu-ray. <laughs> hmm I really would have loved to have gotten that, but he wasn't. It's like the one year he wasn't there, and it sucks, gotcha. but hopefully he'll be there next year.
0: Yeah. Let's see. I, well, again, we might be busy. I think it may be around the same time as WrestleMania, or like <laughs> WrestleMania. We may be recovering from WrestleMania at that time. Well,
1: I mean, Fan Expo is usually always in June. Fair enough.
0: I think they posted something about it being in May next year. I got to double check.
1: Interesting.
0: Yeah, I think they said something about it. it's going to be in May, but yeah, we will, we shall see how it
1: all plays out. All I know is that I have a couple cons coming up in the future. I got too many games coming at the end of June. Um, August 5th, I'm going to Monster Mania. And then August 25th, I'm going to BotCon.
0: All I have coming up right now is June 24th. And that's going to be um, the Force Awakens live in concert uh, because I do want to really go to that. Uh, cause oh, because I, I get to hear Ray, it's June 24th. I get to hear Ray's theme live. Um, and there's no way, like, Ray's theme alone is like a selling point for me.
1: What am I doing June 24th? I think that's too many games, so I might not be able to go to that. Yeah, it's yeah, too I know. many
0: games. Gotcha. But, it's but all yeah, good. no, I'm. I'm very excited for uh I'm very excited for that. I think that I, 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 people ask me to go to New York Comic Con, but I don't think I can swing that, honestly. Yeah, uh, I New can't do New, New York Comic Con
1: because that's like right after I get back from Philly
0: or from Philly. That's right I'm after get I get back, back from Philly. From, uh, Disney. I do want to, like, for my birthday this year, I do want to spend a week in New York. I think I'm going to try to do, like, I thought about just doing like a solo trip too, like just like a little, like, Malik solo adventure in New York as well, but I got to see how it goes. You be picking
1: prime time to go to New York because it's New York at Christmas.
0: Yeah, too. Like yeah, that's December
1: such a 12th. magic. Like going to New York for Christmas is such a magical like time. It's really mm-hmm. weird. I've done it a couple of times, but like, it, it's like it's sort of like magical in its own way. It really puts you in the Christmas spirit.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like, it's just I'm- so
1: nice. It's nicely decorated. You know, it's cold, and like yeah. there is so many things going on around the around the city. And then you, when you are there at night, it's all lit up and stuff like
0: that. It's beautiful. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it shocks mainly because like one of my favorite D and D podcasts is Unsleeping City. I'm a fucking uh from Lee Mulligan in Dimension Twenty, and I'm just like me, knowing me, I would just walk around and go, oh, that's from Dimension Twenty from Bradley because Bradley Mulligan took the time to like make everything like he learned the history of his city and like put it into like the lore of his game and I would go like ooh there's like the statue M, the guardian and then they're like ooh it's the two lions that they talk to like ooh I, <laughs> everything's a dimension 20 reference Um, but yeah no I, I I'm, I'm probably yeah I'm probably I'm gonna try to cause I got like a couple months after I can't request time off yet because uh, I have to like wait till like I'm within six months to use cuz I want to use my vacation time for that too so i still get paid for that
1: yeah i tried to i requested off for disney on friday uh well technically last week um i talked to my boss about it and then i gave him the days on friday before i left for work who's all going who's all going to disney it's gonna be me tim adam clancy clancy's wife and gash Oh, it's a
0: big group. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a blast. Um, Adam Next. and Gash have never been to Universal, so and it's been years since Clancy's been to Disney and Universal, so it would be fun to see everybody's reactions nice. to things. Nice. When is it? Uh, we are going September twenty seventh to October seventh. Gotcha. All right. Yeah, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a hoot. Nice. Um. What was I gonna say? Oh, uh, I I meant to, I've been meaning to do this for a couple of days now. I need to set aside some time to do it, but I've been thinking about emailing uh, Pod Meets World because uh, oh. they they say all the time, you know, that you can write a, you can write us anything and stuff like that. But like, I want to tell I want to tell I already told Will Friedle my story about how I relate to Eric in Boy Meets World, um, but. I want to I want to be able to tell the, the like all three of them like Danielle Ryder and Will Friedle. Um, I want to tell all of them my story about how like you know I moved to Pottstown when Eric almost did, and like how Eric was a big inspirational character for me because at the time I was I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life, and watching him go through that in season four of Boy Meets World really like changed my life and kind of like helped me get my act together and get a job and like move on with my life, you know. Mm. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. And naturally, I'm gonna I'm gonna promote my promote the podcast. <laughs> <We'll> <laughs> by the way, like after that, after the read mine on on their podcast.
0: Like after that heartfelt message. By the way, um, like. Well, my thing is you... is that like
1: it would be really nice if they could read that on their podcast. Like, I'd be totally cool if like I would love if they did that. But like if for some reason they decide to you know maybe get me on as a guest or something you know that'd be also cool too
0: <laughs> i gotcha yeah i'd be all for I, that another clip because i thought he always saw me another clip of the new season showed up and it's like um uh it's Isn't charlie animatronic one yeah
1: <laughs> the animatronic. are one, you telling like, me that that see? animatronic has full life-size breasts <laughs>
0: It's like, we could, like, are we perfect? that no, we could just be, like, you no know, robotics enthusiasts just interested in robotics. Yeah, you know?
1: <laughs> hey, we could just be mature men into robotics.
0: <laughs> the one that got me the most was the one where it's like, um, uh, we, when like Dennis punches the thing, like I've broken every bone in my hand. It's just a pulpy soup of like blood <laughs> and bone. I'm now going to scream because I can no longer hold it in. He ah, <laughs>
1: screams. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, I can tell this season's gonna be a good one. A lot of they're bringing back a lot of the cast. You know, a lot of like, the. I saw. I like saw. I did, did. You
0: see the cricket clip too? It's yeah. like I'm not gonna lie. Some of them, maybe just honestly, I'm just happy to have a beverage. He's like,
1: he's like, I got you a sixer. Uh, I got you a sixer cricket. Two of them uh two of them are i finished four of them and two of them have piss
0: in it <laughs> oh my god there was one oh my god there was another clip that fucking got me fuck what was it oh no it was the always sunny podcast when um uh they were like um then they were talking about, like moments that really got them and i think like one of the persons there i said like a moment that i had forgotten about that was just very funny was um charlie keeps handing dennis the papers he doesn't need yes. in the court truck <laughs>
1: I know I never noticed that it's so funny because I do that to you yeah. <laughs> it, you were born to Noble.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> just like, but like, it's the fact that like, Dennis is trying to talk and like, he's like putting them like in his hands. And he's like, what the fuck? And like, he's like, and Glenn said like, it was worse cause like, he was trying to remember his lines and then like, it just like, wasn't like, and then like Charlie kept like fucking like, like um, fucking Charlie Day kept fucking handing him the fucking pick the paper. <laughs> and, so, and he realized it was like actually annoying him. So he kept doing it. <laughs> but yeah, it's, oh, it's so good.
1: I love Always Sunny, man. That's such a great show
0: that fucking one office blooper that always fucking gets me is when I'm uh, like Stanley's like I don't have diabetes I'm like oh go why don't you go have a fucking glass of oranges tell me you don't have diet apple juice tell me you don't have diabetes and then Dan goes like gets up and Michael see the noise you made when you got up? and then they <laughs> just fucking they all just fucking lose it after that joke <laughs> they all just fucking lose their fucking there's minds a, there's also
1: that great deleted scene where Stanley drops his hentai yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's just like it is it's hentai. hentai. And it is art. It's, it's art.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's funny. They say they dropped that because it just felt so out of left field that it didn't make sense for the character. Yeah, no, that makes no sense for for Stanley <laughs> yeah. at all. Stanley that. just gets in the. Fun. If anyone, probably, the only one I expected to drop would either be Kevin or Creed.
1: I don't know. For hentai, I think it would be Dwight. No, it'd be Creed. <laughs> okay, Creed. Yeah, Creed makes yeah, sense. Yeah, it'd be Creed. I don't know about Kevin, <laughs> but yeah, definitely Creed. Ke- I think Dwight would You're also fair. still be one to do it because he's so into like, like he wears the Anime Con shirt in the basketball like thing that yeah. they do. You know, <laughs> teaches fucking
0: Aaron Dothraki. <laughs> yeah, that's totally a Dwight thing to have. Uh, uh, Jim always the Padawan, never the Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> Oh I did a God.
1: I I started I started making scenes in ChatGPT and I made one where it was like I said recreate a scene from The Office uh, with Transformers and it was just the whole fucking thing that they did where like um you know, there they're, everybody's gathering around the office, and Optimus Prime just comes barreling into the office, and Michael starts <laughs> freaking out like, "Oh my god, it's Optimus Prime!" and stuff like that. And then oh, uh, Dwight god. is like taking it really seriously, like, "Like, where are the Decepticons at, Optimus?" <laughs> <And>
0: stuff <laughs> like that. That's incredible. I love. That's one of my one of my favorite bits is when I'm. Uh, it was the Matrix one. Um, when they fucking did the, uh, when, like, fucking Jim made Dwight I think he was in the Matrix, and then, like, Dwight, like, fucking, like, and then Dwight, like, chose the blue pill. Oh my god, I know what you're talking about, the yeah. prank. Yeah, it's a leaded prank, and then like Jim spent like y- like all this time hiring actors and shit to like fucking get make it seem like the Matrix, and then like Dwight chooses to fucking take the blue pill and not wake up, and Jim's like, "What the fuck? <laughs> he
1: ruined everything." Yeah, because he was just happy with where he was in life. I think it was right when he got hooked when he hooked
0: up with Angela, right? Yeah, right. It was it was at the end. He, he was the manager and everything. It was like towards yeah. the end. But yeah, no, it was fucking One of, of
1: Jim's most underrated pranks, I think, is the one where he sends him on the quest for the Holy Grail.
0: Yeah, Because <laughs> that one's
1: just so clever, like, with the with the little hatch inside of the drawer that they open up to find a scroll that gives the next clue and stuff like that. Like, that's so genius. And then they couldn't. They searched the entire warehouse and couldn't find the Grail, but the guy was using it to dip
0: his uh donuts in his coffee. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's two pranks that I love that like I think are don't ta- aren't talked about enough. Um, the wire going to nowhere that just like led Dwight throughout <laughs> the entire fucking office and to a fucking like telephone pole, and he's like in the background like oh he'll be fine. And there's another one that it's not actually shown, but Jim tell when they go through all of Jim's pranks that he did to Dwight, it's the he got Dwight to hit himself in the face with his own oh, phone. Oh, yeah, you're stuffing it with said, nickels. <laughs> yeah, and then like he kept putting nickels and make it heavier and heavier and heavier. And eventually, he took them all out and just went bam! And I'm just <laughs> like, dude, that sounds
1: fucking hilarious. I would have loved to have seen the prank that he had where he was putting keys on Dwight's key ring, but Pam yeah, unfortunately and, ruined and his, it.
0: And his yeah, his pants and his pants come down eventually. Yeah, that one would have been cool. Yeah, it's fucking great. Yeah, there was there was a couple of great pranks out there. Um, there was you one got bit me bold. <laughs> you you're you for some meatballs. I like, kept trying to see what the fucking oh yeah, the one with the fucking dog in the Dwight clothes yeah. as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's just there. He was just trying to make Stanley laugh, and he was like, he's doing some weird stuff. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's gonna be Phoenix for us. That and then also like the snowball episode is also one of my favorites as well. That one like great Dwight
1: because Dwight pranks him so pranks Jim so hard that he's like genuinely scared. Yeah. There's the oh
0: my god, the, the bit, like the ending too with like all the snowmen and then like and it's just him going through and just like you just like see Dwight on the roof just watching and then like fucking um Jim is like and Jim just goes, This is it he's like what this is it and then yeah. starts attacking. He the snowman. I oh love how like Tony
1: was coming up to try and talk to him, and he's just like, "Yeah, yeah, 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 whatever." And he just fucking throws the, throws a snowball through the window. <laughs>
0: I think one of my favorite fucking episodes is gotta be with fucking with Toby has gotta be um the fucking uh when when Michael's sleeping with uh, Pam's mom and then like (laughs) Toby is like trying to like he he genuinely thinks Michael's his friend yeah (laughs) and Michael's like and Michael's like yeah no like you just like talk to her for me and then like yeah no and then he goes like hey Pam like you like shouldn't let it affect your workplace and then like she I was like maybe he should come talk to me himself, and then he looks like, "Hey, buddy, I don't make you. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a jackass." And then like, the <laughs> like sends him, and the Toby just walks off.
1: People have always uh, asked me what my favorite episode of The Office is, and I can finally tell them the answer because I thought about it not too long ago, and I really figured mm-hmm. out which one is my all-time favorite episode. It's which the one? One, it's the episode where they where Andy does Sweeney Todd. I I love that episode so much. Like every time. I, don't, I think it's because I love musicals it's like mm-hmm. I don't know man but like every time I'm watching The Office and that episode comes on I get so fucking excited for
0: it it's it's so cringe there's a bit that makes me cringe so hard it's when Andy's phone goes off in the yeah I'm not really a fan of and that and, and, That's, oh yeah. no it's fu- it's funny but it's, it's it is, so but just it's hard to watch it's so hard to watch because it's so cringe it's like oh no like it's funny like it's not bad or poorly written it's just like oh no like nah the phone yeah no on. i don't have a it's problem like, with it's a scene like, like it's like that it's I'm just like saying like it's,
1: it's a very awkward scene because you are like you would think that somebody like andy who takes me who's taking this musical very seriously while checking his email would have silenced his phone you know it's like
0: it's like it's like fucking scott's tots i cannot i always have to skip over scott's tots i can't cannot stand
1: scott's tots i, I, <laughs> it's, I can, it's a chore to get through that episode <laughs> but i do it it's
0: it's so just like, oh no. And like, it's, it's a change. I think there actually was like a, I do like the side plot of of that episode where it's like, I think it's Jim trying to put Ryan in his place. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. And he puts Ryan in the fucking closet. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But, like, I thought that's why it's just, like, Scott's Tots is just so hard to watch because all these kids are, like, celebrating Michael Scott and they have, like, the fucking um, room named after him. Like, oh, my God, no. Yeah,
1: I, I, I fucking I can't stand Scott's Tots. We've talked about that on on this podcast before, but I can't stand that episode.
0: I I think you, you just thought, like, the kids are dumb because, like, why would they think a paper salesman was going to pay for all their colleges? It's not just
1: the kids. It's the parents and the teachers genuinely believing that this man at a paper company could pay for their <laughs> fucking college tuition. <laughs> (laughs) It's stupid. They need to use their brains. Be real.
0: So I had a moment too. Like I literally, you know, remember when like Michael is like eating the tiramisu and like he starts choking on it and he goes to get more. I legitimately had that moment because I had a tiramisu shake from Shake Shack and it was just like very like crummy. Like some of it got like caught in my fucking like throat. You know, you stuff gets caught in your throat. You like fucking cough and shit like that. I literally have something go <laughs> and go for more shake and go. Wait a minute. <laughs> Like, no. i legit had that happen to me i was like wait a minute wait no like, it's so good like, oh my god i fucking love that i i fucking love that moment. it's, it's the way he fucking like waves it off too oh my god it's like right in the middle of his phone call with david
1: wallace too yeah
0: <laughs> i love i i love david wallace's fucking um re- David wallace is an underappreciated actor he gives some great reactions to michael specifically oh, yeah and, like, i know his- he's a great actor there was one moment that got me it was when um it's when they're on the phone with him and like um Dave- and Michael goes like um, David can we like expense Cirque du Soleil from my like celebration as like a tax write off or something and then yeah, like, he's just like it's just silence and yeah, it's he's like, just like
1: are you still there yeah <laughs> yeah
0: yeah I I'm I'm still here and it's <laughs> crazy because I think someone made a point about the office too because like that someone showed the negotiations with um uh, the Michael Scott paper company and um fucking. Uh, I i wondered why I got dark. All of a sudden was my eyes were closed. Um, and, <laughs> and, uh, and I Was like man, it's so dark. Oh, yeah, my eyes are closed <laughs> um, And then like it like and I like legitimately forgot my eyes were closed and then just kind of like got lost the conversation I'm Like oh wait, no like my eyes are actually closed. That's why I can't see anything <laughs> um, but, but then like uh, it, there was a moment with like uh, Michael Scott the Michael Scott Paper Company when they're negotiating with like Charles Wallace and uh, and uh, David Wa- and ch- fuck Charles Miner I'm sorry Charles Miner mm-hmm. and uh, David Wallace and like there's that line from Michael where it's like actually like you guys are gonna have to explain why to the board you have a board meeting coming up you have to explain why the highest profiting branch is all of a sudden not doing well. I don't think I have to outlast under Mifflin. I just think I have to outlast you. And so I've had the point where it's like for all of Michael's like bullshit, like all the crap he like did, he actually was legitimately good at his job and was a great salesman and a great manager. That was always
1: his thing. Like, you know, know, as goofy as he can be, as dumb as he can be, he always knew how to get himself a step ahead of everybody else.
0: Yeah, it's like again, like fucking, like he, like every branch was struggling, and the only branch that was doing good numbers and profiting was Dunder myth Mif- was on um, uh, Scranton. Yeah, and like, and people, and like, uh, th- that's why, like, it's so, it's, it's uh, and that's what I think, like, kind of gets lost in Michael's character. Like, he actually is, like, that's why out of all the crap Michael does, he they can't fire him because, like, he is genuinely like their lifeboat, keeping them alive.
1: Yeah. I still I still have it in my head that like you know the episode when David Wallace calls him up to New York to discuss what he's doing so well. Mhm. Um and Michael can't gen- he like genuinely can't think of why he's doing so well so he just kind of trolls on and on. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so, so I look at
0: Kevin. I, say, I think I think I have a need of a need for tweeds. For the <laughs> tweed sweater.
1: <laughs> I have the need. The need for tweet, Yeah. <laughs> but it's um, like, oh my God. There's the part where he's eating, they're eating food together and David's trying to get him to leave the office and Michael's still sitting there just eating his food and he's just like, yeah, why don't you finish up? I'm like, <laughs> that's, in my head, I'm like, that's such a power move on Michael's part. <laughs> <Power> <laughs> he just refuses to leave. leave until he finishes eating. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> so good. Oh, I fucking love it. All right. Hey, well, it looks yeah. like time, time is it's about that time.
0: I'm getting tired. <laughs> well, it's about time we start hitting that dusty old trail. Bad time to start hitting that old dusty trail. <laughs> All right, cowpokes. Hope you had a great time. You can't go home, but you can't stay here. See you next time at Jupiter's Bounty.
1: Closing time.
0: <laughs> I don't know the lyrics. <laughs> oh, we're still recording? Yeah. Oh. Bye. God, damn it, you ruined my nope reference. God fuck. Bye.